Hey, hi, hello, welcome back to session 144 for our second episode. Today's episode is going to be centered around witchcraft. No, I'm not going to tell you how to pick up a wand and cast a spell and ride around on a broomstick because it's not even like that. No, today I'm telling you who are witches, what is witchcraft, why am I dealing with the repercussions of witchcraft, how do I know I'm under attack, and then what? What do I do next? Okay, let's get into the episode. First, we are going to discuss who. Who is a witch? A child of the devil who has hollowed themselves out to do such evil. Some think it's a trend because it swarmed on social media and has become a spiritual epidemic. There are cases of those who practice divination and are not aware. Those are called unknown witches. But as the days grow darker, those who practice will become full-blown witches without a doubt. Be careful for the undercover ones. They can even be in your house, can even be your parents. Guys, just be mindful on who blesses you, lays hands on you, and whose food you eat. I know it can be a little on the money side, but try to eat your own dishes. Less processed food is better for your body, and less dishes made by others is a lot safer. Moving on to what is witchcraft? Witchcraft is sorcery, sin, divination. There's many names for it, but it's all witchcraft. The three vocal points of witchcraft are manipulation, intimidation, and domination. Manipulation is tricks and deception. Intimidation is fear, which leads to bondage. And domination is control and force. If you do any of these, you are operating out of witchcraft. If you have envy, strife in your heart, there is confusion in every evil work. Now that's James 3.16. Every evil work is now inactable because you allowed that to stay in your heart. If you have such things in your heart, a demon will see you as a fit vessel for them to do as they please. You have to understand, they want to fornicate, they want to try these drugs, they want to do very sinful things. So you need to guard your heart at all times. Be quick to forgive and slow to anger. You do not want to have the cycle that leads to witchcraft. First there is the offense, the disappointment, the resentment, then unforgiveness, now bitterness. It's now in your heart and you can act out of witchcraft to get back at somebody. We are so quick to think in the moment when angered and not rational. We have to slow down instead of going to zero to 100 real quick. Check your intentions before you go through something. Now, telltale signs. I'm going to explain the telltale signs so you can see just how much witchcraft is everywhere and how much of a trend it is along with how to tell someone is a witch now i'm about to go through a list so bear with me okay crystals pendants they're gonna either have them as rings they're going to have them necklaces or you know earrings astrology they're going to love astrology zodiacs they're going to be all about it and they're going to literally base every everything in life with somebody's zodiac um sage um reiki spiritual healing they're going to go to people to spiritually hear them um praying candles um they're like the tall ones that look like the one in roman catholicism um the tall ones and they're going to have like words like money or um just just a certain word behind it so praying flags they will have an immense love for the moon especially no 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 sorry especially a full moon tarot cards palm readings yoga which can bring in the kundalini spirit aligning your chakras um opening your third eye singing bowls praying to the universe because they don't want to worship the creation but no they want to worship the creation and not worship the creator mantras um witches who can be very sensual tend to have the jezebel spirit which can really lead into feminism but we're not going to talk about that right now we're going to continue with the telltale signs lots of one eye symbolism which 
they say is the evil eye, which is Lucifer's eye. Um, performing rituals to gods and deities. Weed, guys. Weed is witchcraft. Weed is witchcraft. I'm going to speak on that later. Just hold on. Opening your third eye, which I spoke on. Cauldrons. They'll speak of cauldrons, spells, law of attraction. They'll spell magic with um, M-A-G-I-C-K. They'll be into new age things. Shamanism, astral projection. Now, actually, shamanism. If anybody hates all those who have watched um, You Season 2, the parents, they were into um, shamanism. So that whole thing where they took the psychedelics and all the stuff. They even had praying flags, the things that they were doing. You can even hear the music in the background. That was a bunch of new age shamanism thing. It was mixed in with it. So you need to be careful. And you know how like when he got high, he saw a demon? I'm telling you, like when when you get high, your your guard is down, and you can somewhat see in the spiritual. Like it's, I don't want to speak too much because it's it's not of my. I don't. I wasn't given grace to speak on it, but I do know for a fact that does happen. So you just need to be very careful about that. And that's literally what I picked up from you, season two. That um, the girl he was with, the family was they were <laughs> witches. So um, astral projection now. 2016, it kind of picked up. Well, I noticed it picked up along with sleep paralysis. I would see posts about it like almost all the time. How does, you know, whatever, right? So astral projection, I'm going to let you know this. If you astral project, we have the capability of, to allow our soul to leave our body. Now, once it leaves your body, you know, a demon is going to inhabit your body. You're not, you're not coming back alone. I'm going to let you know that. You're not going to ever come back alone. And some witches can get so powerful in astral projection, they can astral project right in front of you. Like, well, they're not going to want to be disturbed because, you know, they can easily get trapped and not, never wake up. But they can look like they're not asleep. Um, they tend to, not astral projection, we're going back to the whole telltale signs. They'll tend to go and lean on spirit guides and mediums. And they love stones and amulets and talismans. They build altar. They will have some of them. Like, mind you, these are telltale signs. This does not mean every single witch will have all of these. Um, statues, the rule of three. Now, this is not all witches. I did some research um, from a witch's perspective that not all of them believe in this. But to those who do believe it and to those who do not, I'm letting you know. Somebody who is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, if you put a spell or try to hex, we're going to send it back with fire. So, yes, it is going to hit you three times as hard. Um, expand your consciousness. Okay, yeah, they have terms they like to say, like expand your consciousness. They'll speak of their, their own God, past life. Um, you know, like that's where the whole psychedelics and um, LSD come from. Like I was watching this movie, Midsommar, and I just kept seeing them put... Um, I don't know if it was acid. It was some type of herb, and they were putting it in the tea, and then they were hallucinating. Um, and angel numbers, like 333, 222, all that type of stuff, that's that's angels' numbers. So, hey, hey, actually, you know what? To all of those who are who are into this, if you have ever tapped into divination for a love spell to get back at somebody, you know you don't consider yourself a witch whatsoever, but you've tapped into divination, and you've looked up a love spell try to get back at somebody or you know you just try to get money real quick and everything you know like get you some coins and everything for any reason you need to repent like it this is not a laughing matter this is not a joke this is not something to be played with now i spoke a little bit about generational curses in my last episode well more so hinted towards them but i feel as though we need to dive deeper 
Generational curses are strongholds that can and will be brought down the generations if not fought against and repented for. See, a lot of our issues are generational curses that we're dealing with and we've been praying and we're not seeing success still. Like, why God, why am I still dealing with this? And why do I still struggle with this? Why, why am I under constant attack? And why, why am I in constant turmoil? It's because you need to break the contracts between you and Satan. And you need to repent. You need to break the covenants your parents made with Satan and their parents and their parents' parents and so on. There should not be a single contract with Satan. You do not want to give him any room. Let us understand and get familiar with the authority God gave us. Satan and his demons are unlawful to this realm. Demons tremble at Jesus' name. So if you are a witch and you want to come out, but you're scared, you're scared, call out on Jesus' name. You are not using the demons. The demons are using you. Watch how quick. Once you go against them, watch how quick they, they go to torture you. Watch it mentally, physically. Watch what comes upon your house, not your house, your life as soon as this happens. Now, while we're speaking of generational curses, let's get into how to break them. To break generational curses, it's going to take some time. You need to figure out who your family was, what they got into. You need to renounce, which is to formally declare your abandonment, and to denounce, to formally declare something is wicked or evil. And finally, you need to repent. Do not let pride get in your way of repenting. We need to break every tie Satan has on you. You want to get saved? You want to go through deliverance and get baptized in Jesus' name? Some demons will not come out by deliverance alone. You must fast. Fasting is the denying of one's flesh, strengthening your spirit, and what it does is it lowers the clutter of noises around you so you can hear God better. If you have your Bible open and are in His Word daily and are praying, doing all that you can but still can't hear or understand God, you need to fast to turn all the extra noise around you down and solely focus on God. You don't want to go and run boasting, hey, look, I'm fasting to the world. And you don't even want to go to God like, hey, look at me, look at me. You should really be fasting. We, we aren't asked, we're commanded to. So when doing it, it's not something like, hey, God, look at me. It's You should be doing this. Now let's get into why am I dealing with it? More so, how did I get initiated into witchcraft? Remember, sin is a membership with Satan. Cancel that membership, guys. This is not a joke. So how did you get initiated? So you've either messed with Satan's devices, slept with a satanic agent, or started to operate out of witchcraft. His devices are anything linked to what we call today spirituality, going right back to Babylon. Do not be fooled, guys. You are not speaking to your ancestors. You are not speaking to anybody in your family. You are speaking to demons who are masquerading as your family. Sage does not ward off bad energy. You are giving access to the demonic. You won't pray to a God. You won't pray to God himself, but you'll pray to some spirits that a prayer candle will bless you with some money. Come on. The crystals and sound bowls, you are putting your faith in God's creation instead of him. Referring to the universe as the one who is blessing you and redirecting you, you are worshiping the creation and not the creator. The Bible speaks and no, the Bible speaks of and foretells of this exactly. There is nothing new under the sun, is it written? You are making altars to demons. You are now very open to demonic possession. Weed is 
witchcraft. I told you earlier I was going to speak on it. I'm speaking it on it now. Weed is witchcraft, period, point blank. I was revealed this in 2018 and spent a year justifying this sin. When you smoke, you are no longer vigilant. Your guard is down and your third eye, which is your pineal gland, is open and demons can and will inhabit it. Artists go into the booth and get really, really, really high and just open their mouth, then speak nonsense over a fire beat. The demon in them is speaking through them. I hope everyone is aware that Lucifer was the head of the Ministry of Music in Heaven. The music is going to sound heavenly, but those words, man, those words are far from me. Stephen Darby said something that really stuck with me. Demons have a number you must dial to conjure them, and those words you repeat are that specific are for that for that specific demon to come along. Now, did you know witches have their own language? Incantation. The definition of incantation is a series of words said as a magic spell or a charm. Another definition is the use of words as a magic spell. So, example, as a believer of Jesus Christ, I may say, bless you, and mean exactly that. And a witch may say the same exact thing and put a curse or a hex upon me. And just because someone says they believe and worship God does not mean their God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So actually, hold on. Before I get into what I was about to get into, don't receive every blessing that is sent your way. When somebody lays their hands on you and they're saying all of this and they're peeping and they're muttering, whatever, do not receive everything. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. So there are a large amount of people who believe Satan is their God. Even worse, they are their own God. A lot of celebrities look up to the infamous occultist Aleister Crowley, who was a very evil man and was really into black magic who has many books, along with one being titled Sex Magic, that I actually saw in a bookstore called Aquarian the other day. He had sex with many people and things of all ages. He coined the term, do what thou wilt, which essentially means do what you please. Do what, do what pleases your flesh. I mean, we only live once, right? We're only here for a good time, not a long time, right? Wrong, guys. That's so wrong. You are actually dead in sin and can live through Christ so that when your body passes, your soul may continue to live and enter heaven. And why won't you? Why would you not want to be here for a good time and a long time? Like, be careful what you repeat because there are power in your words. You shouldn't say, I'm weak. I'm dead. Instead, say, I'm alive. Empower yourself through your words. Alongside of incantation, incantation, my bad. Let's get into the music. The music you listen to is a direct link to your thoughts and actions throughout the day. A perverted song will drip darkness into your pineal gland. Now you can't stop whining and thinking about sex and having lustful thoughts. What, what does the music you listen to glorify? Sex? Murder? Theft? Drugs? Depression? God? Like, you have to truly understand that what we listen to and what we watch, we retain as a person who battled with a very strong, <laughs> very strong lust spirit, I had The Weeknd, Party Next Door, Brent, Miguel, Summer Walker, Jenaiko, along with a bunch of more other artists on heavy rotation. It even goes into who you surround yourself. No, yeah, like it even goes into like who you surround yourself with. Birds of a feather most definitely flock together. Those around you reflect the truest you there is. I, you know, I made a friend in the summer, well, more so like early 2019, but we started hanging out towards the summer of 2019, and we had a hot girl summer, basically, and I've never been one to condone that or use that phrase, but looking back at it, I'm just calling it as it was. We need to be mindful to what we watch. What are you allowing your eyes to see? 
What are the movies and shows glorifying? Movies and shows can easily indoctrinate you. They can desensitize and normalize things that ought not to be normalized. And you should be very aware to the subject Satan often shows. No, he also, yeah, sorry. He often throws truth mixed in with a joke and blasts it everywhere so those laugh at the truth. Family Guy and Rick and Morty are some good examples on how they can mix some truth with a lie and throw it in a joke. And now you're online with the rest of Twitter joking about the FBI person watching you. Hmm. So how do I know I'm under attack? First and foremost, your sleep will be affected heavily. This is where God speaks to us along with Satan. If Satan is attacking you, that is amazing because he has no hold on you. He does not attack those on his team. Satan can get a covenant established in the spiritual realm. And God cannot move on your behalf because there is a demonic contract over you, your life, that has not been ripped up yet. So when you wake up, you want to disagree to everything you agree to in the dream. Another way you'll know is you'll either get too much sleep or you'll become an insomniac. And man, when I say 2019 was my year, I'd be going to sleep in a day, waking up at night, going days without sleep after extraneous activities. It was beyond me. You'll find yourself more depressed, anxious. Drained, unable to move forward, complacent, and being drawn easily to old sin. Your, your dreams will become very sexual. You'll be having sex with demons. People may lay hands on you. Just know if a man has sex with you in a dream, it's an incubus demon disguised as a person you may or may not know. Now, for the women, it's a succubus that will come to you. These are called spiritual husband and wives, and you want to break that bond in the name of Jesus, okay? They mainly come from the marine kingdom, which is the most wicked out of the three kingdoms. Now I'm going to introduce you to the weapons of witchcraft, if you weren't already familiar. Weapons of witchcraft are manipulation. Now when I say weapons of witchcraft, actually before I get into weapons of witchcraft, these are weapons that witches use, okay? They use against you to hinder you, okay? So they are manipulation, domination, drugs, drinks. Drinks are called spirits for a reason, guys. You go to a party and you sip on some drink and then you feel like warm and you, you know, you start dancing all sexual and now you're texting your little yeah to come through. Man, curses, familiar spirits, intimidation, soul ties. Your soul is tied to another person and it's holding you back. It's hindering you from your spiritual elevation in the Lord. Fear, bondage. Confusion, those who go to watch a sermon or read a chapter and can't retain any of the information you just learned. Loss of personal identity, you don't know your purpose or your calling and you just feel stuck. Sickness that is abrupt and won't go away. Prophetic divination, consulting witch doctors, untimely death in your family back to back. Chain problems with no rest. Almost there anointing. Now this, this is something I resonated with so much. I don't know how many times in all, but at least seven times. I fell off and on with God in 2019. Every time I'd learned something new and I was I was in my word and I, I spoke to him like my best friend and I'd feel something bubbling up inside of me and it was coming close to a finish like a baby's head crowning at the vaginal opening. Then then somehow I'd, I'd, just, I'd just fall in that same sin I'd never see myself returning to. It got to the point I was no longer walking to God. I was no longer running. I wasn't chasing God. Like I should have. I was crawling on my elbow. He saw my efforts and he saw that I was going through it and I was perishing for lack of knowledge. He picked me up in November and set me straight and revealed to me so much. Now, these are a few weapons of witchcraft that I could not forget to include. Financial embarrassment. You don't have a car anymore or you didn't even have a car in the first place. You got kicked out of the house. You're in debt. And finally, 
prayer paralysis. Now, mind you, all of these are weapons of witchcraft that witches will fast over before they put a spell on you. And this is why you need to be covered by the blood of Jesus and know how to engage with the enemy. Do not petition with them. Fight them. The elite will pay high priest witches to put sicknesses and famine along with murder over cities and neighborhoods. That's why that's why certain cities have like higher murder rates. I'm letting you know that this is real. There are real witches. Well, um, no. I'm letting you know that real witches will not want anyone to know they are a witch. So when you see Azalea Banks making videos, washing the blood off, saying, look at me, I'm a witch. The other witches laugh at her. Because, honey, why are you revealing your secret? Now, no one will want to eat your food because who knows what you put in it. Now, men, this is not just for men, but it's mainly for men. Stop eating everything a woman gives you, especially if she's a witch. Do you know that some put their period blood in spaghetti to make you fall in love? Look, I watched a movie called Miss Amar. I mentioned that earlier. And a lady put her pubic hair in his food and he was instantly sexually attracted to her. He had sex with this lady and he was meant to impregnate her. And he had a whole girlfriend. Mm. Okay, so now we can get into a segment I skipped last episode because I wanted y'all to get a feel of Session 144. It's called Word of the Day. Necromancy. The supposed practice of communicating with the dead, especially in order to predict the future. The second definition is sorcery or black magic in general. There was one day I was working at Amazon and the word just, it just kept popping up in my head. And I just, I saw it as a perfect, I, you know what, I kind of saw it like perfectly to put in with today's episode. It all worked out. Now for today's suggested songs for my listeners that I truly think that y'all would enjoy. Heavenly Father by Montel Fish. Anchor by Sarah Huerz. 814, well, 814 by Isla Vista Worship and Mark Barlow. Don't Pass Me By by One Simeus. I'm Just a Nobody by the William Brothers. Now, my Instagram is she.ain't.jess. And Twitter is sheangels. So if you want to promote your music or poetry, go and submit some of your work out. Now, guys, we are closing out with a prayer. So I want you to close your eyes and repeat after me. If I speak a little fast, I do apologize. Sometimes when, sometimes when I get in prayer or you know God starts to speak through me, I start to pick up my pace along with I already talk really quickly. So I do apologize. So repeat after me now, dear Father, who art in heaven. We ask you for you to open our spiritual eyes and reveal to us what's done in the dark and what's going on in the spiritual, which our physical eyes cannot see. Father, we ask that you reveal to us what generational curses have tied us down so we may break from them. I pray for all of those who are listening to see past the momentary pleasure sin gives us to see how we have to become a slave to sin. Because in order to remain happy when living in sin, we must constantly engulf ourselves with the sin every second of the day. I pray to be delivered from depression, anger, lust, fornication, from self-doubt. Lord, I want to be delivered from witchcraft, substance abuse, soul ties, unhealthy friends and family, in Jesus' name. I want those who feel worthless to know they love you have for them. I want them to know the peace of mind they can have. A constant peace of mind they can have. So when people leave and the cameras and lights are off 
and it's them in their bed left alone with their thoughts they can be content and satisfied i want you to repeat i can remain in my thoughts alone i don't need to get high to deal with the pain i don't need to drink to deal with the pain i don't need to watch a show based on someone else's life so i may distract myself from my own God, I pray for healing over everyone who is listening right now. In Jesus' name, I pray for healing to be released. I pray, amen. Now we're going to be engaging with the enemy. Repeat after me. And to every witch, astral projecting in my life, I pray you get stuck forever in Jesus' name. Every witch cursing me and my family in the midnight hour, catch fire. Every familiar spirit, Presenting itself, catch fire. Every witch cursing me once I'm almost anointed, you are a liar. Catch fire. This is my body, and my body is the temple of God. I no longer fear you or the demons inhabiting your body. I don't need you or your spiritual healing. I have the word of God. I have Jesus. They're all the healing I need. I bind all of you spirits of lust and anger and depression, perverted sexuality, fornication, substance to come up and out of my body. I bind you in Jesus' name and send you to the pit of hell. In Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Amen.